that is, uh, gives God's uh, light, God's mind on the matter of music. Isn't it amazing? Um, I've seen smiles on some of your faces, and some of you are maybe feeling happy. Some of you, you just felt some memory, some old memory go through your mind maybe a little bit ago. And think about it. All that is from something invisible affecting you. You have sound waves that are being reverberated into the air. Now, think about this. Sound waves being reverberated into the air, and they're coming, and they're entering right here around your ear, the outer ear going right, in, right into the ear canal, into the middle ear, affecting your eardrum, and that really teeny tiny, I'm not going to name all the parts, but that little teeny tiny bone, the anvil and hammer deal in your, uh, behind your eardrum, and it affects uh, other parts of your ear, and affects that finally gets to the cochlear nerve, I believe it is, and that little tiny nerve from those little tiny parts in there on each side of your head going through this little two receptors, finally getting to that nerve. That nerve on each side sends a message up to your brain and you're smiling and you feel something. You can make, be made to feel sad through all those sound waves converting to a mechanical movement, small mechanical movement here to, um, a, a, to your nerves there and, and, and going to your brain. Make bring out different feelings, different thoughts. Isn't that amazing? It's not like some big thing happened. It's just a small little process that God built into uh, our existence. The idea of music and the idea of receptors for music and the idea of affecting our mind. Isn't that amazing? Uh, it's amazing to me. It really is. And so I want you to consider something about music tonight. Let's look in 1 Samuel chapter 16. And I'm going to ask Will if you could just make... That thing say fan on right there, and also in the very back, do the same thing so we'll get some air moving for a little bit for everybody. All right, first Samuel 16. I'm going to read this scripture, and this is about Saul and his early dealing with David, King Saul. Now, at this point, he's a big grump. Okay, we're going to learn something uh, unique about music tonight. Notice there, first Samuel 16, verse 14 through the end of the chapter. Through 23, listen to this. But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servant said unto him, Behold, now an evil spirit from God troubleth thee. Let our Lord now command thy servants, which are before thee, to seek out a man who is cunning, who is a cunning player on an harp, and it shall come to pass. And the evil spirit from God is upon thee, and he shall play with his hand, and thou shalt be well. And Saul said unto his servants, Provide me now a man that can play well, and bring him to me. Then answered one of the servants and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is cunning in playing, and a mighty valiant man, and a man of war, and prudent in matters, and a comely person, and the Lord is with him. Wherefore the Saul sent messengers unto Jesse and said unto me, and said, send, said, send me David thy son, which is with the sheep. And Jesse took an ass laden with bread and a bottle of wine and a kid and sent them by David his son unto Saul. And David became, pardon me, and David came to Saul and stood before him and he loved him greatly. And he became his armor bearer. And Saul, said, and Saul sent to Jesse, saying, Let David, I pray thee, stand before me, for he hath found favor in my sight. 
And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took an harp and played with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. This is an amazing passage about showing how God, this passage shows us commendable music. Commendable music. Now, I've, I've given you this quote before, and it's attributed to Plato, Greek philosopher of 400 B.C. He said, let me write the songs of a nation, and I care not who writes its laws. That's interesting. He'd rather make the music than make the mandates. He thinks he can control it more that way. So David was affecting this man, Saul, through his music that he played. He was affecting him. He was affecting a mighty man, Saul. Saul was probably about seven foot. said he was head and shoulders above everybody else. He was good looking, but he went bad looking on the inside. And Saul was a mighty man, and David affected this man through his music and through other ways. As I said, music can affect us. Just going through those sound waves, invisible, going to our ears and processing and affecting our mind and our feelings. It can do good and bad, helpful, harmful. It can make you, um, without even words, make you afraid, make you happy, make you sad, make you have a cause of memory. Um, it can prepare some for war, just the sound of it, the way it's arranged. It can, it can cause, provoke fleshly, immoral acts. As we, and I'm borrowing from some scriptural examples without throwing out the reference. It can be cause, it can cause dance. I remember some of my kids when they were first, several of our kids, when they were first born and, you know, they would just hear little music. They didn't hear any words. They'd never been exposed to any other music before. It's like they just hear some little jingle like the the little sleigh ride thing, and they're bouncing around the house. And they never took dance classes. <laughs> Nobody ever said, no, you need, here's what dance is, and here's how you do it. It's like it just came natural. The music, this invisible thing processing through these little ear canals and going through this small nerve, telling their brain to go, get moving, you know. It's amazing what music can do, for good or bad. I want to notice in this passage tonight, in our time, that I want to identify and embrace commendable music. God puts this, this is amazing here. God's telling us the story of Israel, how they've gone, went and gone through different kings and how David became one of their best. And in it, he shows us a snapshot of music that it appears that God wanted us to see and observe. And I would call it commendable music. There's three parts to it. Number one, we'll look at the three parts. Commendable music involves basic skill. Basic skill. David's our example in that. So here you have Saul. He's a big grump. And he had it. He earned his problem because he had, I'll try to keep the story short, he had disobeyed God several times. God says, as a punitive act, God sent an evil spirit upon Saul to, to, to bug him. You want to be like that? And he, he sent a, as a punishment this evil spirit upon Saul. So Saul was just had this bad attitude all the time. The servants didn't like that. They're like, we do not like having a grumpy boss. Uh, uh, King, um, can we, you know, we think it'd be good if we just get somebody to play some music for you that might could help this evil spirit just kind of leave and it'd be good. All right, go get one for me. And then one of them uh, pipes up, it's almost, I think they had this plan. One's like, oh, you know what? I saw a guy like that. King, I saw a guy just like that. He is skilled. He's got the skills. 
He's cunning and playing. He's a mighty man of valor. He's a man of war. He's prudent. He's a good-looking guy. Keeps takes care of himself. I've seen a guy like that, and Saul's like, go get the guy. And they go to Jesse's house. Jesse's David's dad. They find Jesse. Uh, Jesse says, all right, let the kid, we'll let him go. Uh, here, David, take some, take some grub with you. Put it on the donkey and go to the king. And he goes to the king, and David starts playing for King Saul. And it has a, a good effect at the first. Now, Saul became so overwhelmed with jealousy and envy later on that he just it, it had the, 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 the personal uh, musician had to leave later. But I want you to see something about David here. He has skill. Notice what it's called, cunning. Look what it says in verse 18. One of the servants bears witness about, about David. He says, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is cunning in playing. You know what it means to be cunning? It means he has skill. The word literally means he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. All right, how many of you ever took, picked up an instrument and acted like you were playing it? Anybody? All right, I know some of you done the air guitar. You know, you're doing an air guitar thing. Or maybe there's some trumpets going and you're going, watch this. And you act like you're playing the trumpet, you know, whatever you do. David was not doing something like that. He knew what he was doing. He was really playing something. He was cunning. He was skillful. The Bible says cunning in playing. Um, Psalm 33, verses 1 to 3, it says this. Play skillfully with a loud noise. Now, kids, don't play too loud until you get some skill down, okay? Because when you get skill down, he can play, it says play skillfully with a loud noise. And David had some skill as he played. By the way, what did David play? Raise your hand, kids. What did he play? Anybody? Fiona? Harp. He played the harp. All right, we'll say something about that here in a moment. But, but commendable music, God commends having skill. God is not like, oh, you know, I just throw anything out there. It's fine. God says play skillfully. And what we're doing here tonight, we're trying to hammer out some skills and not everybody was at the same level. But we want to be happy as they, as they even have the bravery to stand in front of us and fumble through it in some of them. And do it again and do it again and do it again. And then the skill starts, get sharpened, starts sharpening itself with practice and do what your teacher says and and that's what God says. I want, I want you to do it with some skill. You know, sometimes we have the idea, well, God just, you know, whatever it is, He just accepts it. That means you just kind of throw something out there and God accepts it. You know, God does accept you as you are, but when it comes to music, He says, you know, try. Do something skillfully. Do your best. So commendable music from the example of David involves skill because David was commended for being cunning in playing. Number two, I like this one. Commendable music, secondly, involves good personal character. It matters the character of the musician. According to this, this is, we're constantly hearing about the character of this musician. Sometimes we think, oh, just give me some musician, just play some, I don't care what the guy's like. You know, it matters to God, the, the character of the minister of that music. Notice the character of this musician, David. I love this part. Look what it says. He's a man. The, the, the servant said, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite. He's called a man, a valiant, a mighty valiant man. A man. Wait a minute. How old do we think David was? This, we haven't even gotten to David and Goliath yet. How old is David? What do we think? 
Yeah. Later on in the chapter, what do you think, Calder? Early 20s. He's probably in his teens. Because later in chapter 17, it says he's just a little youth. Just a little, little, uh, um, he was a youth. It said several times. He's probably 15, maybe 19. If he was 20, it was officially called a man. He was called a man by these guys, but he wasn't. You know why? He's acting like one. He's acting like a man, though he was a teenager. You know, some of you boys, you're like, how come you don't let me do this? Or how come you don't let me buy this or get this and have a phone and all this? And your parents say, well, I'm going to wait till you're, you're older. When you, well, you know, the fact is, is if you act like a man, people will treat you like a man, little dudes. You know that? Honestly, your parents, if, if your mom or dad sees you, you're 15, 16, but you're acting like you're 20, 25, being responsible, respectful, they might give you 20, 25 uh, they might give you a responsibility of that. Not maybe that much, but they'll give you a little more. David, what kind of guy is he? He's a man. He's not a sissy. This is what I like. He's not a sissy. I want all you boys that like music to, if your parents let you, play some music, play the piano, play a violin, play whatever the, what's the one thing that, that accordion, play that whatever, and be a man about it. Okay? Don't be sissified. There's a lot of guys, a lot of kids, a lot of, I'm talking boys now. They get into music and they get real soft on you. And they just a little too much, don't care too much about the nails and stuff. Get a little soft. And that's like, nah. Get them off the piano. Get them in the, around some cattle or something for a while. Now listen, I'm telling something that's Bible here. David was a musician. The whole thing was they're looking for a musician, and they're describing just they're hardly describing the musician's music part. They're like, this guy's a mighty man. He's only 15 years old, 16, 17, maybe. It says he's a mighty man. So David was a man of war, it said. That meant he killed stuff. He shot things, maybe with an arrow. We know with a sling. He could handle a sword. He knew how to handle a really heavy sword of Goliath. He handled sheep. If David went up there to grab his harp, see, he, there was nothing feminine about this harp. He had callous hands. Of course, actually, you actually do build up calluses, don't you, Lauren, on the tip of that thing? Well, he already had some calluses before he touched the harp because he was messing with sheep and messing with swords and messing with slings and, and probably wrestling with his older brothers. This is the character of this musician. See, I wanted to say there, music is great, but there's more to life than music. I've seen, I, growing up in you know, school and even Christian colleges and around Christian environment, sometimes they get guys that get into music and it's like their whole life is that. They don't know how to change a tire. So there's, the music is good, but there's more to life but like your personal character and learn how to work your hands in other ways. David was a man, a man of war. That's his character. He was prudent. Look what it says there. Look what it says. He was a, they said he's a man of war. He's valiant and prudent in matters. That's amazing. Prudent means he knew, watch this, how to manage his life. That means when he woke up in the morning, though he was 15, 16, 17 years old, he made his bed before he left. That means he took care of the sheep. When he had to leave the sheep, he left somebody with it. He, was, took, he managed his life well. Psalm 33 one says, the Lord likes to hear praises comely for the upright. God says, I'd love to hear 
the music of those that are upright. In other words, God's saying, I don't like to just hear music from people. I want to hear music from people out of the depth of, a, of, um, out of somebody whose life has some character, uprightness. So good music involves good personal character. Notice also about his character. It's not done telling it. He says he's comely. All right, look at verse 18. David was comely person. You know, that's a nice way of saying, another way of saying what? He's a good-looking guy. See, it's hard for a guy to say he's... <sighs> David was good-looking. You know, a lot of... We don't say that. Guys don't say that about other guys. It's just like, yeah, he's all right, you know. Let the girl say he's good-looking. But the Bible says, he's good-looking, good-looking dude. Now, some of us, he's like, how does that apply to me? Because I look at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, man, I just don't look like uh, Dwayne the Rock, you know? Um, <laughs> You might never. Very few people will, ever. But you can still, man, look what you got. Take care of it. Brush what you got. Brush the teeth you got that are staring back at you. Comb the hair that you got that's still around because it's going to leave one day. Uh, clean those armpits and put deodorant on them. Wear some clean underwear. Take care of yourself. Be comely. At least smell comely. All right? I mean, the Bible's given a comment about this musician. He's a pretty decent looking guy. Maybe he... He could have just neglected, maybe, you know, getting that early beard. An early beard on teenagers look really weird. Perhaps he, maybe he just wouldn't have groomed it. He could have, maybe had nappy hair, maybe smelt like the sheep stuff. Um, you know, he could have, but no, he, he was good looking. He probably, I have no doubt, if he's going in the king's presence, he's not going to stink. He's going to brush his teeth. He's going to put on some kind of kosher deodorant. I don't know, but he's going to be comely if he's going to be around that king right there. He's comely. He's not like some musicians. That, that some, watch this, kids. I, please, please. Um, you know, the music we listen to, you know, you even get some of the music that maybe it's secular or sacred and, or whatever. And some of the musicians are going, man, you sounded so skillful. And then when I saw you, I'm like, you, you can play the piano, but you can't comb your hair. You can't even pull up your drawers. You know, David was not, when David went into Saul's presence, he was not some kind of nappy-headed, saggy-drawered punk kid going to stand before the king. What up, king? What do you want to hear? He wasn't like that. Man, he was, he, whatever he wore, it was tightened up and, you know, decent. And, and he, yes, sir, no, sir, in the Hebrew way. He was a comely guy. But the most important part of his character, look what it says, is the Lord is with him. So the servants are like telling us, hey, we know this guy. This is what he's like. And he's not a softy. He's not a fema man. He's a smart kid. Man. He's in war. The Lord's with this, this guy. The Lord's with They knew. They could tell God was with them. And this is very important about the kids, girls, and boys that play, is that whatever you're playing, say, God, be with me in this. Be with me in everything. Be with me in my life. But even when you go to go to, you know, pray about your songs. Pray before your practices. Um, say, God, these fingers are your fingers. And, and I want to I play for you and be with these hands. You want the Lord with you, else it's vain. But the Lord was part of his life, not just his music. It was part of his entire life. So good music involves basic skill, good personal character. And last of all, in this case, we see it involves a good effect, good fruit. Look at verse 21. 
to the end again. David came to Saul, stood before him. Saul says he loved him greatly and he became his armor bearer. And Saul sent to Jesse, his dad, saying, Let David, I pray thee, stand before me, for he hath found favor in my sight. And it came to pass, verse 23 says, It came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, that Saul took an harp. Pardon me, that David took an harp and played with his hand. And so Saul was refreshed and was well when the evil spirit departed from him. God designed this whole deal. Saul had this punishment coming about having this evil spirit on him. God assigned that to him. But God also assigned the experience of a, of a remedy, having a godly person in his presence play music. I don't hear that he's singing, but just playing the music and it leaves so that Saul experiences a relief just by a godly person performing music, a godly person who has the Lord with him. And he experiences this relief. But I'm telling you, just as a side, we got to be careful about music in that I'm not going to try to identify all the different styles. I'm open to different styles. I'm open to fun, festive, faith-type music. This is what we're doing, mainly faith, but not fleshly stuff or not stuff that brings in a demonic sense or a demonic feel. But Saul here had that evil spirit leave him from good music. Now, ask yourself, what does music do? To, what is music doing to me? What's the fruit of the music that I'm listening to? What's it doing to me? We need to have a good diet of it. I mean, we got some things we make available in this church. We had the Forever Be Sure group. That was beautiful music. The Farbox got a CD. Brother Nakatsu's got this abiding radio app you can get. There's a lot of good stuff out there. There's a lot of weird stuff too. And I try to, as a past pastoral advice, avoid the Christian bookstore. I don't know that there's a lot of good stuff there. There's other sources. The place we get our hymn books, Majesty's got good stuff. Because you want good fruit will come of good music, the, good, the fruit of your thoughts, the fruit of some of your feelings, the fruit of your, your attitude and your demeanor comes of commendable music. The way David played drew a good response of Saul. Now, to be honest with the rest of the story, again, Saul was relieved, the evil spirit departed. There were other times where David did the same thing, but Saul was so overcome with his animosity, his envy, his jealousy um, for David's attention that he was getting from the nation, his envy of him, that it overwhelmed him. He tried to kill him there. I'm not saying it solves every problem. But think about this, though. That's commendable music. And I see a picture here of the sinner and Christ. The sinner we have upon us, we've earned the evil of a, of a, a death sentence in hell. 
Um, the wages of our sin is death. We have the evil of death on us and the evil of a sinful record that we've earned upon us. And just like David came in and did minister to Saul and he delivered him of that and he was refreshed, so also Christ Jesus, David's a picture of Christ coming into our life. What he ministers is his own life on the cross. Better than music, his life on the cross. And as we accept him, we're delivered of the evil that's on us, that we had coming to us. The evil of death in hell. So that if I put my faith in Jesus Christ, he's my David in a sense. I put my faith in Jesus Christ. I'm delivered of the evil that would otherwise be on me forever. And Jesus, and God's love is the more commendable thing than just music. The Bible says, God commendeth. Here's something commendable. God's love. God commendeth his love. He says, look at this. That while we were yet sinners, while we had the evil of our sin record on us and our sentence of sin on us, God commendeth his love towards us. But while we were like that, Christ died for us. And we're delivered from so great a wrath through not just music, but the Messiah and His sacrifice for us. And the essence of becoming a Christian is putting your faith in this Lord Jesus Christ. Making a personal decision to trust Him as your personal Savior. And that's what's the most important thing to do tonight. But for the rest of us, consider music. Consider how blessed, how blessed, such a blessed thing it is and its effect on us. And you kids that played tonight, consider your own character and the importance of what you're doing. And God being with you, not just in the music, but in your whole life and walking with Him. And let's pray together. Lord, thank You for the Word.